This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On another numbers game, we were talking just moments ago about Justin Trudeau, his popularity as it's been impacted by the blockades and uh, the whole Indigenous Affairs matter. Now, Ipsos has conducted a poll exclusively for Global News. The CEO, Daryl Bricker, has joined us on the line to tell us exactly what it shows by way of a snapshot most recently. Daryl, always a pleasure to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Well, having a great day for talk radio, for sure. <laughs> it is in so many ways, I guess. Maybe not so many good days uh, of late for Justin Trudeau. What did your poll find insofar as his uh, approval rating goes? Well, his approval is now down to 40%, which is the lowest he's had since the election. And over the last two weeks, it's gone down by five. So obviously not heading in the right direction. I think, you know, fairly attributable to what's happening uh, relative to the blockades and uh, the issues that they've been dealing with uh, with the Indigenous community. And so uh, as you break it out regionally or province by province, where is his approval lowest versus highest? Uh, where it's lowest is in the places that you would expect, which are basically the prairie provinces, so Alberta, Manitoba, Saskatchewan. Slightly higher, though, doing better in Ontario and the province of, uh, province of Quebec. I guess that's not really too surprising because that's where most of his fortunes are vested anyway. Uh, on the matter of the protests themselves and uh, whether or not, because there have been, you know, many people supportive of the protests and feeling tied into Indigenous rights and land claims and so on and so forth, uh, approval versus disapproval when it comes to the actual protests. Uh, it's a smaller number every day that are on the approval side. So most Canadians, uh, 63% are telling us now that they, uh, they do not approve of the protests. And that number has uh, also been growing over the space of the last two weeks. That's relatively two out of three disapprove of these protests. Yeah, and there's not too many issues in Canada these days where we get two out of three people agreeing on anything. Um, and the interesting thing on on this one, John, is also when you go across the country, we've been seeing a lot of um, disagreement or uh, uh, discontinuity between the, the provinces. So, uh, for example, Western Canada tends to be really down on the federal government, whereas uh, uh, um, Quebec and Ontario tend to be a bit more positive. On the issue of disapproval of, uh, with uh, what's been happening at the blockades, that's a, a universal opinion, so all regions are feeling the same. Right, except that Ontario uh, has maybe a, a less unfavorable uh, view towards the protests than the Prairie Provinces. Uh, we come in at 58%, whereas 62 or 6 in 10 find it very unfavorable. Uh, 69 out in uh, Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Yeah, but still majorities everywhere. Yeah. And uh, again, likewise, a majority uh, when it comes to seeing intervention by police in these matters. Right. So negotiations are fine, but people don't want this to to be continuing. And uh, and we've seen since the start of this that over 6 in 10 Canadians have been saying, uh, if we can't get this resolved, we want the police to move in and uh, and to deal with the blockades. Daryl, when exactly was a snapshot uh, taken this poll? Over the weekend. Okay. Uh, So it was very much in the sweet spot of the uh, all of the dynamic playing out. Will this have, to your mind, a lasting impact, for example, taking it forward? You know, we've even seen the most recent meeting over the weekend with Carolyn Bennett, his minister, and the counterpart in B.C. Uh, with the hereditary chiefs, uh, and an arrangement or a protocol was kind of arrived at, but uh, very short on details, and a lot of people seemingly, from what I'm reading and hearing, somewhat dubious or cynical. Do you think it's reflective in part by the same kind of responses you got to this poll? Yeah, and, and I think, you know, if people see that, that it isn't resolving um, the uh, complementary or supportive blockades, and if they start uh, getting more information back 
um, as to what's actually in the deal, and it does not look favorable uh, towards, say, for example, the the the, uh, the gas project going ahead, or um, that it seems like too much was given over to uh, uh, to accommodate this situation. That could come back and, and haunt the government too. I think people will be supportive of the idea that we need to move on and get some sort of peaceful resolution. But then it comes down to what did you have to do in order to do that? And uh, in, in this particular instance, it really does relate back to the confidence and competence of the government itself. Yeah, it becomes a credibility issue, doesn't it? Yeah, very much so. I mean, since we're in Toronto, we can talk about this. I mean, uh, David Miller, when he had the garbage strike, uh, you know, midterm for uh, when, when he was mayor, this is what did him in. I mean, he came out a very similar way to the way that uh, the government's come out this time, saying, uh, well, we've got this agreement and everything's peaceful and everything's wonderful. And then people started to find out what was in that agreement, and it basically did end his uh, his position of mayor. He couldn't recover from it. it. So, yeah, you have to be really careful about how you deal with these things. I was going to say, it's almost the Humpty Dumpty syndrome. You know, there's uh, no chance of putting it back together again once it's dashed. Although, in this instant, I guess with all your experiences, you've seen uh, people sort of reclaiming uh, their credibility. Justin Trudeau on this matter, I mean, he came in somewhat wounded with a minority government and a lot of people uh, after the SNC-Lavalin thing. And so if there's a pattern recognition thing here or connecting the dots, uh, can this be irreconcilable for him if it continues in this pattern? Well, you know, the government that I think back to, <laughs> look at these kinds of issues, was the Brian Mulroney government in 1989. So similar kind of situation, looked like he was going to have a really tough time in the election, came back, won himself a majority, Justin Trudeau won himself a minority this time, and then was automatically confronted with Oka. And then he was confronted with uh, Meech Lake. And then he was confronted with what people saw as a free trade-induced recession. So all of these kinds of you know, uh, uh, variations on those themes, like an economic problem combined with an indigenous issue problem, combined with a national unity problem, is where Justin Trudeau finds himself at this moment. Now, back in 1989, when Brian Mulroney was going through this, we ended up passing a verdict on that in 1993, and it was not charitable towards the progressive conservatives. So that's, uh, I mean, that's the kind of situation that Justin Trudeau finds himself in. If it goes on the same way as it did for Brian Mulroney, it could be very, very bad for the Liberals. Yeah, and as you cited earlier, you know, because there's not much variance from uh, any region in the country, there's still overwhelming disfavor found uh, in terms of approval uh, towards the protests and uh, favor found for the intervention by the police. So there's almost a, a blanket unanimity. Uh, right, and, and, the, and the opposition parties today, are, uh, particularly the main one, are, are going to change something fundamental about their positioning with Canadians and it's going to change leaders. Now, will that mean that they're going to win the election? No, but it'll give something new for Canadians to consider against a government that previously, if they would have probably had a stronger leader, the Conservatives had had a stronger leader in that election campaign, probably would have beat the Liberals. Interesting. Uh, Daryl, it's always great to talk. Appreciate it, and we'll get an update, I'm sure, before too long. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Daryl Bricker, CEO, Ipsos Public Affairs, in the poll done exclusively for Global News. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.